Welcome to Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. I'm the watcher of this show, filled with abundant knowledge and wisdom to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. My name is Mel B. And this week, uh, I think my Slayer, who will be joining me as always, is elated, is the word I'm looking for. Hi, Marissa. (laughs) Hi, Mel. And I think elated about describes it. That sums it up. Well, do we want to start with talking why you are elated, or do you want to talk about some other things first? Well, I'm just going to say it, because I just want everyone to know how excited I am. The angel's back, baby! <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. I love had the to t- just come right out and say it. I love that the title of your email to me was something like, how dare you convince me he wasn't coming back, and I'm like, I never did any such thing. Oh, yes, you did. No, I didn't. You played it up. Yes, you did. Don't lie. I... Don't lie to the people. Oi, I was just going, you know, there's a whole other series about him. Don't, mm-hmm. like, just presume that just because it's another season, he must survive. This, like, he must be alive on Buffy. And then I was mm. like, you know... Which is true. He was only in her dreams for the first two episodes because he has to earn his credit spot. Yep. Like, totally the game. It was, Angel is back, how dare you try to convince me he was gone for good, with question marks. (laughs) That was the title of my email this week. Yep. Um, but yes, so... I I liked your notes, like, oh, she's having a funeral for him. Oh, oh, and it's like, What? Yes, all the things. It's all. Oh. Yeah, I, I had lots of feelings this week, Mel. It's, it's almost like she's giving him a funeral in the only way she can. Um, what? What the fuck? <laughs> He's back. Yep, pretty much how I felt. <laughs> yeah, I, I texted um, Patrick after I watched the episode with just a mind blown emoji. That was all. <laughs> That's all I could come up with. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see where that goes as we talk about other episodes. Yes. But um, I want to talk about the title of this one. Okay. Faith, Hope, and Trick. Did you pick up everything? Obviously, you picked up Faith really easy. Yes. Um, can't honestly tell you that I picked up the other two at all. Okay, so remember how I told you it was important that Faith and Trick were capital letters? And yes. Hope wasn't? Oh no, there's an <laughs> ad. Do not play, do not play, do not play. No, mute, mute. Oh, it is muted. We're good. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously Faith is our new Slayer. Hope <laughs> is talking about there is hope, and that's the return of Angel, in my opinion. Yeah. And okay. Trick is the name of the vampire, the dark-skinned one, who was um, Kikistos's hype man, as you called him. Oh, yeah, he's he's the Paul Heyman of that whole yeah. situation. Got it. He's, he's, he's named Mr. Trick. Mr. Trick. Oh, Did no. we know that? Sorry, the sound came on for some reason for a minute, and I'm like, what are you doing? Um, I swear his name is mentioned by Kikistos, but I might be wrong. But you'd think it is, since his name's also in the title of the episode. Hmm. But I'm sure it's... If you say so. I'm sure it's... I trust you. 
Oh, like, I can go back and look for it if you really eh, want. Not that important. Um, anyways, so shall we talk about our new Slayer? What did you think of Faith? I didn't like her at first. Mm-hmm. She really rubbed me the wrong way. Very different to Buffy. And yet, eerily yes. similar. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I just... I think it bothered me more not her personality, the fact that she was kind of almost taking the attention off of Buffy. Uh. And not in not in like a way that, oh, Buffy deserves all the attention all the time. It's just she's trying to get back into her life, you know? Mm. And she's kinda in the way. I don't know. I didn't like her in this episode for a while. <laughs> And, and neither did Buffy. Buffy was very unimpressed. They could talk with her mum where she's like, she's stealing my friends and my chips. <laughs> yes. She, uh, I just, I didn't like how everybody else was so enamored with her. She's charismatic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, I didn't, Well, I Cord- didn't. Cordelia was not enamored, especially because Xander was. Well, because he's into all of the Slayers. Yeah kind of his thing. And yeah, she she talks about how um she saved a busload of people while she's in the na- in the buff. <laughs> in the buff. Um and that like yes. there's this priest like hugging her and then she gets arrested. Yeah. <laughs> it's all indecent when a priest is hugging a naked woman. Yeah. No good. <laughs> and then uh Xander's like, Oh, can you go back and tell us the story about wrestling the alligator? Were you naked? And she's like, Well the alligator was that's not what he meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, she just seemed... I feel like slayers aren't supposed to really, like, enjoy slaying that much. Mm. I feel like it's supposed to be more of a duty than, like, a hobby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she treats... Then then again, so Kendra tr- was saying that, like, it's not a job, it's who you are. Buffy... Mm-hmm has always treated it as a job and obviously yeah. Faith sees it as a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, the other two are much more somber about the whole thing and Faith seemed to really get into it, which I didn't appreciate. And she almost let Buffy get killed. Yeah. So that's no good. Oh. But did you see what actually happened? She wasn't just doing it for fun, that punching. It was like Almost like a PTSD she was angry. thing. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I got was, that, but yeah. still. You need to keep your head on a swivel when you're out there slaying the mm. vampires, so. Mm. But, um, yeah, we heard that her slayer was killed by Kakistos, and she's pretty much mm-hmm. running away from him. And, yeah, she's like, killed isn't the word for what he did to her. Ugh. I guess I wasn't under the impression that there were female watchers. Sexist. I know, and I, I I understand that that's a terrible way to go about it, but I didn't even think about it, mm. because we only see Giles, um, and we saw that brief... Yeah, glimpse of Buffy's old from, watcher. Yeah. yeah. And then I think they talk about Kendra's watcher, like... Yeah, um, who's a Mr. Someone. Giles had called him and talked to him. Yeah. And I was pretty sure he was a male, so I just guess I just didn't think about it being a co-ed thing. 
Yeah. That's alright. I wasn't trying to be sexist. No, no, you just sort of thought, you know, slayers are women, watchers are guys. Yeah, maybe. It's just, I, I wasn't, hadn't been presented with a female watcher yet, so. Yeah. Um, just quickly, Kikistos does call Mr. Trick by name. In, uh, yeah, when they're setting up their digs in the fire station. Gotcha. So. Understood. Yeah. And yeah, Mr. Trick has gathered info and says, so there's actually two slayers in town. And Kikistos is like, I don't care if there's a hundred slayers. <laughs> that would be a problem if there are a hundred slayers. For the vampires or for the world? Duh. Well, both, maybe. <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah. So uh, let's talk Willow for a moment because she's a senior now and that means she can leave campus for lunch. Yeah, she can. (laughs) But, you know, she needs to savor the moment. You can't rush into these Mm -hmm. things. And what if it's a trap? (laughs) It's always a trap. (laughs) I just love that scene. Yeah, and they just pick her up and take her. So the thing was that yeah, they're allowed to leave campus, so they just go across the street and eat a picnic. <laughs> yeah, why not? With Buffy. Yeah, not go very far. They're allowed to leave campus, but they're just going to go across the street. Yeah, actually, most of them. Uh, maybe that's just the thing. It's just, like, we can leave campus, but, like, where are we going to go? Let's just go sit in the park just because we can. Maybe they were like, Willow's going to have a hard enough time with this. Let's let's ease her into eating somewhere that's farther away from the school. <laughs> It well, could have been part of it. Well, she's she's going on about how the next day she has a meeting with Principal Snyder, her and her mother, to hopefully get her re-put in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that meeting. I love Joyce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What my daughter's trying to say is, na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> it was so good. It really is like mother-like very, very daughter. Very mature. Um, can we talk about... So, uh, Joyce and Buffy. So, when they're in the kitchen together, and Joyce finds out that Buffy died once, and is, like, yeah. freaking out, and she goes, I'm I'm trying to do the whole Slayer Pride thing, and in the background is a rainbow on their cabinet. Really? So, yes. So I think it's huh. very much a, you know, this whole conversation stuff, that whole euphemism for coming yeah. out of the closet to your parents. Yeah, we, we keep going back to that, because that's just how it seems to you know reflect itself onto the real world issues so that's pretty cool I did not notice that but that's that's awesome yeah I just thought of yeah because the whole conversation when it happens in season two is also quite reflective of that mm-hmm. <laughs> poor, sure. Spike, poor, poor Spike being in the middle of that one yeah it's a problem <laughs> um, but yes uh, so Oz and Willow are going strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cordy and Xander seem to be doing all right. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. They decouple though around Buffy. That is good. Mm. Yes. Um. So I, I love how Cordy, how Cordelia was like. So are we just gonna not be all cuddly around Buffy because the one guy that liked her? Uh, turned out to be a, you know, what, murderer or whatever, and blah, 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 and she had to kill him. 
Yeah, it's like, just like that's tax. exactly why you're not going to be cuddly around her. Uh, Cordelia and her tact, or lack thereof. Yeah. And for the record, other guys were into Buffy too. She just didn't like them back. Yeah, like uh, Scott. Well, not even just Scott. There were other guys that were like into Buffy, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, let's do something." And she was like, mm, "No, thank you." Mm. But, but yes, yeah, Scott. Scott. Wh- what are we thinking of Scott? He was cute. Mm-hmm. But there was no, there's, there was nothing really there. We didn't get a lot about him in either of these two episodes. Slow build, you know. There's time to learn. I, we didn't get anything was, about Angel at first. Mm, this is also true. <laughs> but I was much more attracted to Angel, attracted to Angel off the bat than I was of Scott. <laughs> yes, but Angel is like superhero man kind of thing and Scott's more human (laughs) he is more human than Angel is that that is true (laughs) yeah so nothing to say about Scott about in this episode other than he liked Buffy and really wanted some time with her we got a few little things with him hmm um so let's talk about our villain for this episode Kistos a vampire yes. so old that his feet and hands had fused into hooves. Mm-hmm. That was very strange. I didn't automatically know that he was a vampire. Yeah, it's weird. Sure Don't was. worry. When I rewatched it, I'd forgotten he was a vampire, and I'm like, oh, cool. I actually wrote demon in a car. Demon in a car with a vampire. Because I remember <laughs> Mr. Trick being a vampire, of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'd totally forgotten that he was a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, it was very, very strange. Mm. Um, yes. Oh, sorry, I was just rereading the line. So, Giles says it might be a coincidence that Faith and Kikistos both came to Sunnydale at the same time. And Buffy says there's two things I do not believe in. Coincidence and leprechauns. And Giles is like... That's where she draws the line. (laughs) Giles is like, it's entirely possible they happened by chance to arrive simultaneously. And Buffy admits that could be true. And then she goes, but I'm right about leprechauns, right? (laughs) And Giles is like, as far as I know. (sighs) Maybe we'll get a leprechaun. That would be the best. Mm. Yeah. um, there's, There's this, like, series of bad horror movies called Leprechaun. Like, a really bad look up the trailer after we were recorded. It's just mm. bizarre. But um, it's Warwick Davis who plays... Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Warwick Davis who plays Flitwick in Harry Potter. <laughs> and Griphook. And Griphook. And he's Willow in the movie Willow. Different Willow <laughs> to our Willow. Obviously. I was hoping. <laughs> I think he could pull it off. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. Have to get awake. Um, can we just say, Faith hitting on Giles. See, this goes back to the thing I asked you a while back, if you thought Giles was attractive, because I still don't get it. <laughs> uh, Objectively, yes, he is. Okay. He, just he... See him, I just see him as a nerdy man. <laughs> Anthony Head is attractive, the actor who plays him. So, yeah. But um, I love that um, Faith gets people to raise their hands 
If they're no, it's Buffy. Sorry, if you're not attracted, if that's you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Willow doesn't raise her hand, by the way. <laughs> no, she does not. <laughs> I did notice that. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was you, but yeah. could just be with Buffy on this one. Can we just say that Willow called Buffy B, which is fate, what Fate's been calling her B, and then told her <laughs> to loosen up? See, this is why I didn't. This is another reason I didn't like Fate, because everyone changed around her. <laughs> and it's ironic that Willow would be the one telling Buffy to loosen up. <laughs> because. Do we need to talk about the scene at the beginning of the episode where she could go off campus for lunch again? Do we need to do it? I don't think so. I don't but... think we need to, but yeah, it's hilarious because, oh. you know, Willow is the one who's a bit uptight. Well, it's just like um, the whole seize the day. Willow telling Buffy to seize the day. It's very strange. Yeah. Very, very strange um, to me. Two seconds. i got to go. My phone. My okay. phone is ringing. It's weird. One moment. Sorry, housemate locked herself out. No problem. So she was not she was knocking on the front door and I couldn't hear her because I had my headphones in. And then um, so she went down to the front door and st- like the front front door of the apartment and was calling our apartment. Oh no. <laughs> so it was like I was like I hear a phone. Anyways, I'll just remind me to edit that out. Maybe I can't remember what I was talking about. Maybe I'll just leave it in. And everyone can listen to a moment of silence. <laughs> um, oh, you're talking I'll, about. I'll, I'll I'll edit it just, but just the okay. silence bit, and then people can listen to me talk afterwards. Anyways, um, yes, I have no idea. Oh, Willow need to loosen up. Was that that's the last thing I recall? Well, Willow. Well, yeah, Willow telling Buffy to loosen up. It was just kind of ironic. Yeah. Um. Oh, I've really lost my train of thought. Sorry, everybody. Um, what was I going to talk about? It's a note, and it. Where is this note? Keep talking. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Giles didn't know that Willow was practicing witchcraft. Oh, yes, that's right. And then she's like, oh, no, just little things. It's nothing much, but I burnt my bedspread or something. Don't try don't try something on the bed, she was saying. Yeah, um, she turned ice into fire. But <gasps> that's she right. knows not to do that on her bed anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wasn't aware that he didn't know. I thought he did. No. Uh, she's Yeah, and she really wants to help him with this binding spell he's apparently going to do to make sure that um the the demon from the yeah. end of season two, whose name has slipped my mind quite embarrassingly, can't come back. Yeah, I, I was I was confused when he started talking about that. I was like, so killing Angel wasn't wasn't enough to seal the vortex. Mm-hmm. And um, but it turns out it was. He just wanted her to talk about what happened. Yeah, it it but it worked. Mm. Yep. Oh, that was kind of sad. So, where Willow's like, so, can I help with the spell? And just like, there was no spell. Dun, dun, dun. I did... I quoted some Harry Potter for that whole thing. Yes. Because it can be good to talk about those kind of things. Um, At the end of Goblet of Fire, after everything Harry goes through in the graveyard, it says... Because it was easier to keep going now that he had started. It was even a relief. He felt almost as though something poisonous were being extracted from him. It was costing him every bit of determination he had to keep talking, yet he sensed that once he finished, he would feel better. That's hmm. kind of what Buffy needed. Yep. She needed yep. to be forced to talk about what happened so that she could start to heal. You put it out in the universe and you can finally start to move on from something like that. And that's the thing, she was starting to move on. She went and she took the ring that Angel gave her and she put it in the mansion. But before we get there, I just quickly want to go to Mr. Trick because I think this mm-hmm. is hilarious. So when Kikistos is fighting Buffy and Faith, yeah. Mr. Mr. Trick and the other vampire, they're like, the boss needs help. Oh, he can handle it himself. And they run off. Yes. He I was love not vampires. about to get involved. I love vampires and their fickleness. Yeah, as long as they're okay, they, for the most part, don't care if another one of their people gets taken out. Pretty much, and that's the whole thing with um, what I think happened when Angelus was back. You know, Spike was weak, and so all of Spike's minions started following Angel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... But, yeah, so that's pretty much kind of, like, unless you want to delve deeper into anything about this episode. Um, it was really bad luck that Scott picked that particular ring to give to Buffy. <gasps> yes! Yeah. Oh, First Buffy of all, out. you don't know her that well. You guys aren't even friends. What do you do giving her a ring? It represents friendship, and he would very much like to have a friendship with her. I thought it was kind of sweet. Yeah. Like, Mm. okay, if it happened to me, I'd be running in the other direction. But in TV (laughs) land, it's fine. Understood. Yeah, it was just very unfortunate that that particular ring was the one that he chose to give her. Yeah. Um... Actually, can we just say that Faith is staying at a hotel that charges by the day and it's only $18? It's a steal. Let's be real. She's, like, she, they, I believe she's a bit younger than Buffy. I believe. So, should be 17. 16, 17. Maybe 15. Yeah. And you think so? You think she's that much younger? No, I'd say 16 or 17, because Buffy's 17. Mm -hmm. 
and she is staying on her own in a dodgy ass motel. That's why she's staying there because it's dodgy, and she knows that they don't want any any authorities coming in, so she's yeah. good to go. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised they haven't like adopted her into Buffy's home. Or uh, no, probably won't fit at Giles's. It's a one better. Yeah, I don't but, know. You know. Um, it was kind of very. It's a very seedy kind of issue. Yeah, but um, she's. Yeah, because she packs to run away, and then the vampires turn up. And I love that Buffy comforts her and pretty much says that you didn't. The first rule of being a slayer is don't die. You didn't die. Running away kept you alive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's the only rule <laughs> of being a slayer. Because if you die, you're done. So yeah. it's probably if the you, only if, one. If you die, you're dead. I really just want to read the Slayer Handbook. <laughs> because you know there is one. one. I wonder if they've published it. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, I have a bit of trivia for you. That will mean more later on, but if I told you later on, you'd be like, huh? So the band... <coughs> Sorry. The band from this episode is called Darling Violetta. Mm-hmm. And they write the theme song to Angel. Angel series when we finally get to that. Oh. So there you go. Something to look forward to, I guess? (laughs) Yep. (sighs) Anything else other than how awesome it was when Faith kills Kikistos with the giant stake? (laughs) The giant piece of building. Yeah, the piece of building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was pretty good. She was able to keep her cool, which is what mm. she needed to do, because she freaked out Yes, as they were running away. She, like, stopped and, like, screamed and was like, you need to calm down. Mm. You need to pay attention. Yeah, well, she's pretty new to this, so she would have been called like three or four months, probably, I don't know how yeah. long summer break is in America, but three or four months earlier, she was called. Yeah, I guess so. It's just, I don't know. It just seemed like we got Kendra, who was all business, and then we got Faith, who was none of that. Yeah. But um, Faith gets to stay in Sunnydale, and Giles will be her watcher until she gets a new one. Yeah, coolsies. Killsies. He's going to be, gonna be uh, pulling double watcher duty for a while. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we have some new, inter- we have some international titles, not new ones. <laughs> Are we going to just, just well, be like, oh yeah, Angel came back and that's cool? Well, we talked about it at the start. But you don't understand what my heart went through, okay? <laughs> I lost my crap. <laughs> it was me. very emotional. Did you cry? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> I was mad. Oh, because oh. you have led me to believe things that weren't true. <laughs> I hate being led astray. You know, you know that about me. The thing is, I love that you are like so suspicious of some things I say, and yet totally accepting of other things I say. <laughs> and it's like, well, 
because you say things. Because, like, I was like, because I know there's the spinoff, and you're like, well, you don't know when the spinoff takes place. Well, you don't. And then he dies. And I'm like, all, all right, then. Guess that's fine. But you don't know when the spinoff takes place. You are still presuming. And then I, well, because of a conversation we had off of the podcast. <laughs> See? Because you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't listen to me. If it, if it didn't happen on the podcast, it didn't happen ever. Is that what you're telling me? Pretty much, yeah. No, no, because when we had a conversation, you let it slip that they uh, episodes of Angel and episodes of Buffy run kind of co-currently, like, together. So that's what made me think these things. You shouldn't and so listen then to me. I apparently not, Mel. Like then, you, you, you lack context. For all you know, they could be flashbacks in Buffy that run concurrently with Angel, or flash forwards in Angel that run concurrently with Buffy. Whatever. The thing, the thing is, or, or Angel could that... take place in the future and it's flashbacks with Buffy. <sighs> Whatever. I'm just saying that I came to an acceptance that Angel was gone, and then he was in the credits, and then I was like, oh, maybe he'll just be in dreams, and then we got this going on, where he <laughs> comes back and he's naked. I was all about it. <laughs> Love me some naked David Boreanaz. I mean, who wouldn't? Let's be real. Okay. That's all. I, I just I felt well, I felt we betrayed. Can, we we can talk we can talk more about it in our next episode. Yes, we can. Mm. Because, spoiler alert, I did cry. <gasps> I I want there you to cry. There's bad. like oh my god. There's there is a scene from a later season that I can just watch the 30-second clip for and be bawling. Understood. Like, some of the emotion in this show, like, that 30 seconds, and I'm done. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> international titles. Go for it, Mel. The New Little Sister, New Friends, New Foes, Faith Comes to Sunnydale. Hmm. Is the new little sister, is that the Germans? I want it to be, but I don't know. It's the French. Ah, dang it. Is new friends, new foes German? Yeah. Nice. That was, I I second guessed myself. I was going to guess that one and then, ah, I was led astray by the French. How dare they? How dare the French be cool? Ah, who was the other one? Portuguese. Okay. Because so, sometimes we get Finnish, sometimes we get Portuguese, sometimes we get some other random thing. So. Yeah, but we usually get the Germans and the French are pretty consistent in appearing too. Yep, yep. yep. Radio, so your rating? <sighs> okay, when I originally wrote out my rating, I was like, okay, I gotta be rational about this, because even though I want to be irrational because Angel came back... I took a breath, and it was an eight. Same here. Okay. 
uh, favorite moment? I was trying to be rational and not go with the obvious one, but I went with the whole last scene with the leaving of the ring and then him coming back and the nakedness and all of it. I loved it. Oh. Uh, you love your naked angel. <sighs> yes, I do. Uh, so, my favorite <coughs> has to be when Faith kills Kikistos when she, you know, becomes strong. Yes. Takes the whole big piece of the building and runs it through. Yeah, she becomes physically strong too. But I was talking emotionally. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> um, and character shout out. Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she made lots of strides in this episode. She was starting to move on. she was trying to move on from Angel. She was giving this new guy a shot. And she finally accepted that Faith was going to be around for a while at the end, after she had to deal with everyone else fawning over her. So, it's Buffy. Okay, mine's Faith. I figured. Yeah, welcome to our new Slayer. Ta-da! Ta-da! Right, and that moves us on to Beauty and the Beasts. It does indeed. So, uh, the Beasts, I think we can definitely say well freaking hell why is there another ad i don't need ads no stop okay you free thursday mute okay there we go we're good i'm really peeved off at the ads (laughs) at the moment because i didn't do my pre-ad check which is my usual method no no it's not it's not your fault like you didn't do anything i i had it all set up before you got online and i just walked off and did some chores (laughs) but right the beasts so we we mm-hmm. really did have three beasts. We had our werewolf Oz, mm-hmm. we had Angel, and we had uh, Douchebag. What's his name? Oh, that's a, a Pete? Pete. Maybe? Yeah, Pete. Was it Pete? <laughs> it was Pete. Yes, it's Pete. Okay. Um Right. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you wait before we talk about Angel. Okay. I'll try to wait. And instead, let's talk about Oz and Willow. What about them? They're just so perfect. It's so cute. And she's like, she reads to him? Yes! (laughs) But uh, rabbits overexcite him. Yeah, don't talk about rabbits. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're, um... Because the episode starts with Buffy's voiceover. uh, I believe it's Call of the Wild that she was reading. Mm-hmm. I believe um, so, yeah. Yeah, because Willow definitely is reading Call of the Wild, and I they seem to meld in together. Mm-hmm. But definitely. yeah, she's like, the rabbit could not turn. And then Ozzy's like, Rarrr! and she's like, maybe we should pick a less stimulating passage. Probably a good idea. But yeah, and um, <laughs> but yeah, all through the episode, because at first they think that Oz must be the creature that's attacking because his window was left open and they think he yeah. must have gotten out and they yeah, I think back. he mauled because the the dead kid got mauled I don't remember what the dead kid's name was no neither do I dead guy um <laughs> sad <laughs> so yeah he's quite upset throughout the episode but mm-hmm. you know Willow's really supportive she's sure he didn't do it yeah but, um, Willow's the best human being ever. 
I love when they're talking about there being a potential attack and Oz is like, oh, um, he tries to walk away dramatically and Willow comes and stops him and he's like, look, every so often I need yeah. to be a bit dramatic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, and I totally support that, but it's almost sundown. Yeah, because he did not like that they were leaving Faith to watch him. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he did want to be watched by Faith. I love that when she's watching him, she's like got her headphones on and her Walkman <laughs> and is dancing around. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, the good thing it wasn't Oz. And Willow was very happy to learn that later on in the episode. But, yes. Know. She was super pumped about it. Yeah, she was so she's like, which is good. Like, not good, but hey, it's not Oz. <laughs> it's not good that the guy still got eaten, but at least it wasn't my boyfriend that did it. Yeah, exactly. Dating a werewolf is hard. It must be. Oh, and when Pete comes to confront Oz in the library. Let's talk about Pete for a minute. Yes. Before we before we jump into him and the Oz confrontation. Okay. I'm going to try not to get ranty, but it might just happen. This kind of thing bothers me. This whole thing about him taking this... I don't even remember why he took the potion in the first place. Um, I do. So what he was saying, okay. he did it so he could get stronger and pretty much impress Debbie. He wanted, okay. to, impre- he wanted to impress Debbie. He's like, you wouldn't have even looked at me a year ago or something. Gotcha. Okay. So he takes this potion and it makes him strong or whatever, but mm. then he starts to be mean when he takes takes the potion and then he's just mean all the time. Yep, and it gets to the point where he doesn't even need to take the potion. Exactly. And this is a it's okay, the whole abuse thing just it drived me it drove me insane. Mm. Because people do go through this thing where well he it only happens when he's let's say drunk. Yes. It only happens when he's drunk, and he doesn't get drunk that often. But then they get drunk more often, and then it's not even when they're not just when they're drunk. Mm. It's all the time. Because they're a terrible they're a terrible human being. Yep. There is no reason to put up with abuse whatsoever. And I'm speaking from experience, you don't deserve to be treated that way. No. No. I, I know that domestic violence is something that is very hard to get out of, but if you're in that situation, you deserve better. And it's not just women being abused by men. Men can be abused by their yeah. partner if they're a woman, or if even if you're in a same-sex partnership, you don't deserve to be treated that way. You don't no. deserve to be hit. You don't deserve to be talked down to. You don't deserve to be made to feel like you're not good enough for anybody else and that they're the only person that will ever love you. You don't deserve to be treated that way. You don't deserve to have to feel like that. You need to find the strength in you to get out of it. And and that is my rant. And No, this is something we really should talk about. And I was going to get into it later, but let's let's have a top... (laughs) No, no, top-heavy episode, not bottom-heavy. 
Um, but no, you made really good points, and that's what happens to Debbie. She doesn't find the strength to leave, and unfortunately, <laughs> he kills her. And Buffy has there's this great line where Willow, she's like sit, Debbie's sitting there, go, like clutching her, going, "He does love me. He does love me." And Willow says, "I think we broke her." And Buffy says, "I think she's been broken for a while." Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, she's like so. That's why she put up with it. Yeah, she's just under his thumb. And, mm-hmm. you know, she tried to fix it. She tried to get rid of the potion because she's like, I don't like how you are when you take it. And mm-hmm. he goes, I don't even need to take it anymore to get angry because... You... Sorry, I don't need to take it anymore because I see you and I get so pissed off. And it's, like, yeah. so horrible. Like, he really talks down to her and pushes her around. And then he's mm-hmm. insanely jealous. So the reason he attacks Oz is because he saw Oz talking to her and I think he touched her shoulder asking if she was all right when he saw yeah. that she was bruised and he's like you touched my girl rah 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 and yeah. yeah I just and then when he comes back to himself after he beats her up the first time that we see it he makes it seem like it was her fault which these thing when these things happen that's basically how it goes it's your yeah. fault I'm like this. If you weren't the way you were, I wouldn't have to act like this. Yeah. And then she comforts him. Mm. Yeah, she and he I goes, hated he goes, it. You know you know you shouldn't make me mad. You know what happens. Please, Debbie, mm. you're right. And she then he like she wraps her arms around him and they start rocking. She's like, It's okay, it's okay and telling <sighs> Yeah, comforting him. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say and Typical abuser, cutting off all her lines of communication and support. He kills the um, school therapist because he's been putting thoughts in her head that Pete doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Like, and trying to, like, she, because Buffy had to go to the school counselor. And Debbie was trying to make it seem like he was a crackpot to make it make Pete feel like she didn't trust anything he had to say. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it was terrible. That's mm. so bad. It's like, oh. it's And it's so sad because, you know, and there were people trying to help her, like Oz, and she's there going, no, no, I'm fine. And Buffy mm-hmm. and Willow, and, like, she asks Buffy, will you take him away? And Buffy says, probably, and then she goes, no, you can't. I can't be without him. Like, she's so yes, dependent on him. I can understand that, and it is really hard to leave when you're in a situation where you're in, when, when you depend on somebody. Yeah. But you just, you just need to get out of it. Don't don't become That's, Debbie. <laughs> that is the best thing that you can do for yourself, is to leave that situation. Yeah, and, and the, I don't know about in the US, but I know there's huge amounts of support in Australia, there's women's shelters, and numbers you can call to get out and they will come and they will t- they will help you leave they will physically help you leave take you to a shelter I, help you get on your feet i'm sure we have things like that i'm not real privy to them um they're not yeah. i don't think widely you know not publicized but not really widely talked about yeah. because it still is a really like taboo subject no nah, in australia but it's pretty good we should definitely link to some support yep. stuff in, yeah, our, in our show notes because if you are in that kind of situation the best thing you can do for yourself is to get out and there are like Mel said in Australia there's 
place uh, st- there are resources to help you, and I'm sure in the U.S. there are as well. But I would have to look more into that. But we will definitely link to those resources if yep. you if you need them. Yes, definitely. They'll be in the show notes for this episode. <sighs> so, um, can... that was a downer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I might actually come back to the Oz versus Pete because I don't want to take away from that conversation at all. Okay. So we'll come, we'll loop back around to that. Um, let's talk about Willow playing CSI. <laughs> Collecting what about evidence, it? and yeah. she's got a, She keeps all her stuff in a Scooby Doo lunchbox. She's the best. Mm. I know I say that like almost every episode, but she she really really is. Yeah, and yeah. So she there was a hair found on the dead boy, and so she mm-hmm. and now she's also got a werewolf hair. And she's going to test them to see if they match. Yeah, and she was like keeping her cool. Like Xander was freaked out. And by the way, the whole we're doing crime, you don't sneak up on somebody when they're doing crime was the best. Because mm. mm. <laughs> Cordelia comes up behind them and scares him. We're doing crime, you don't sneak up during crime. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. So good. But she held it together because, you know, he's about to lose his lunch. Cordelia can't even look at the, the body. And Willow's, yep. like, really keeping it together. And she's not phased. And uh, and then as soon as she's done, she faints. Yep. <laughs> she held together just long enough to get thing the things collected. Yep. She's good to go. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor Oz, though. He, when he, like, when Willow's doing the test, he's like, so we're scared now. It's official. And she's like, no, I didn't mean it that way. He goes, no, I'd say scared is pretty much called for. It's cool. <laughs> Oz is, like, just so cool. Yeah. But mm. I, I did, yeah, that, that relationship is pretty much the best. Yeah, oh, they're so cute. They're just so cute. Um, question about mm. the woman the woman that plays um, Faith. What is, her, what is her name? Ah, you do recognize her, Elijah Dushku. Yes, she's quite famous. She was in a lot of early 2000 films like Step It, Bring It On, I think it was. Yes. The cheerleading film, yes. Uh-huh. Um, she's not American, is she? Uh, she's American or Canadian. Give me a second. Because I feel like her act, she had an accent and it slipped out a couple of times. No, she's, she's from Massachusetts. Really? Massachusetts. That place that I can't say. Massachusetts. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, there you go. I knew she had really? to be American or Canadian. Because I felt like she had an accent in it, or maybe it's just her regional dialect kind of slipped into the California thing. I don't know because well, I felt like Faith, a couple times she said something and it just. Faith out. isn't from California. Faith is from Chicago. Okay, that could be it. <laughs> I understand now. Okay. Is wait is Chicago in Massachusetts? No. No. no Chicago is no. in Illinois. That's Sweetie. right. I, was to say wait no, it's in one of the I ones. Yes. <laughs> We've got Indiana and Illinois. Yeah. And Iowa. I was about to say, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Iowa. Think I think that's it. Indiana, Illinois, Iowa. That sounds right. I don't know. I'm not American, so, like, sue me. I Idaho. Bet... We also have Idaho. That's where our there potatoes come from. Like, any Americans going, oh, Mel doesn't know all our 50 states, or is it 51? Yeah, 50! 
Yeah, I know you put 50. Puerto Rico's not a state, though. It's just a territory that's allowed to vote. So. Okay, there you go. I learned something. Can I just say, though, having said that, I bet that Marissa couldn't tell me all the states and territories of Australia. Oh, no. Not even the big ones. I was I I thought you were gonna say I couldn't name all fifty states. I could sing them to you in alphabetical order. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sure. I, I I hope you know all your states. That's your country. <laughs> oh yeah, and like, I learned a song when I was in like fourth grade that is the states in alphabetical order. Sorry, I know we're going off on a tangent now, <laughs> but just out of my that. own curiosity, can you name all the states of Australia you know? I don't, I don't know states of Australia at all. I didn't know you guys had states. Yeah, we have, we have states and two major territories, and then we've got some really small territories that everyone forgets about. Yeah, no, I could give you some uh, providences of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but I no. hope that I, I hope there's one territory of Australia that you know. Is it the ACT? Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yes. Yeah! I don't Do you know, know what ACT stands for? Oh, 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 is it the Australian Capital Territory? Yeah! Woo! I did it! <laughs> you get a cookie. I better actually get a cookie when I come over there. I will get you a cookie when you come over here. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So, yes. Um, <laughs> Faith is from Chicago. Right, I'm like, what Eli- are we talking about again? <laughs> Eliza Jushku is from Massachusetts. Got it. So <laughs> cool. That that has been established. <laughs> mm. uh, um, huh. Yes, you have a note about where do people in Sunnydale get manacles from? And I was thinking about this last night in the shower, because in the shower is where you have thoughts. Yes. <laughs> so, shower thoughts here. I'm like, I bet there is, like, either a really hardcore BDSM store... Or there is, like, Manacles Direct, and their motto is, don't tell us, and we don't have to tell the police. Yeah, don't tell us, so we have plausible deniability about what you're doing with the Manacles. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, why do people in this town have random chains and Manacles? I didn't know Buffy had random chains and Manacles, okay? See, Oz got his out of a box, and I like to think he ordered them over the internet. Yes, we did talk about that. Or, or like, you know, it's the 90s, so maybe he ordered them through a magazine. I mean, that's also something. Mm-hmm. But that would have to have meant that he, like, had foresight or just ordered them randomly. Because mm. it would take a long time to get something delivered from out of a magazine. Let's be real. <laughs> Yeah, and he'd only just discovered that he was a werewolf at that point. Yes, he just figured it out. Mm. Um, So, yeah, Angel is, like, a bit of a beast. Yeah, he's killing people. Well, no, he attacked Buffy. Yeah, he didn't kill that kid in the park. No. Then why was there blood on his face? Wait, what? No, I swear he didn't. Oh, wait, no, he did. I don't know. <laughs> wait, I'm because actually Because when we first saw him, when she was, you know, they were in the park or whatever, 
and she was chasing right. after him, or chasing after somebody she didn't know who it was, or whatever. Oh, yes, he sorry, he does have blood yeah. on his face. Yes, he does have blood. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Ray says Buffy knocks it. No, no, he has blood on his face, but I'm wondering if he killed the boy, or if that's... Isn't that the same boy that... I'm so confused. I'm so confused. He had blood on his face. Let's just go with that. He Somebody or something died. Okay, unless that's just him bleeding from being knocked to the ground by Buffy. That could also be something. But we don't know for sure. No. Whoosh, silhouette against the full moon... The man-beast creature races by Buffy and knocks her to the ground. She leaps back up, stake raised, ready for battle. She stops, frozen, and sees Angel. He's feral, mouth stained with dried blood, eyes full of an animal rage. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah, because you had a note going, wait, is he bad again? Yeah, I said, is he a regular vampire again, is what I said. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, he's traumatized it seems or something because he's like when he's chained up by Buffy she comes back to check on him and he like cowers away from her mm-hmm. it's like he's an animal yeah he's like an animal the poor thing um I want to know where he got his pants at yeah he just co- <laughs> well I'm guessing he had pants in the mansion because that's where he used to live with his cov- with his uh yeah let's call him coven yeah okay yeah. I was just like but it's just like he had, the pre- he had the presence of mind to put them on. That's just, what I, that that's more what I don't understand. Just like he had like, the presence of mind when he was screeching in pain to get fully dressed, ran out into the rain, and then called for Buffy, even though Buffy was yes! back in his bed. That's exactly what I was gonna bring up. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. Same presence of mind when your soul is getting ripped from your body as when you are coming back from hell. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. We just but, can't um, have a Steve Boreanaz running around, though, so I guess I understand. Yeah. But uh, Not he, saying he, I'm okay with it, but I understand. Well, uh, he's not evil. He's just beastie. I don't okay. think... I think there's a point you, like, you have to have a certain amount of conscious thought and reasoning to be evil. I understand. So, like, Angel Angelus is evil because he can premeditate what he's going to do. I don't think this Angel can. Okay. It's survival kind of thing. Um, so he saves Buffy in the end from Pete. He, he, he breaks free of those damn manacles. Yeah, he does. He gets himself out of there. And comes and, to the rescue. Yes, he does. And the... Okay, so he fights off Pete. And then he looks at Buffy in full-on vamp face. And then he changes back into a regular human face. And he says her name, and he hugs her, and that is where I had tears, <laughs> sobbing. I was sobbing, Mel. <laughs> it finally happened. I'm finally broken. It happened. Slowly, like but holding it's on happened. to her. Yes, and she says nothing that we know of. But I'm assuming nothing. 
They just hold each other. <gasps> she looked like she was gonna throw up, to be real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, this is all very scary. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just... I think, yeah. She's in denial. Like, she goes back to the psychologist and she's like, don't turn around and just starts telling him everything and then, of course, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Still weird yeah. that people can smoke inside. That did strike me as odd. Yeah. The first time she walked into the counselor's office. Yeah. Good old um, 90s before there was proper stuff. But yeah, she's just like, I need help. I need to talk to someone. I'm so scared. I This guy, he he's come back. And then realizes yeah um what okay i have lots of questions but they're probably they're probably nothing you can answer for me because you're probably gonna end up coming up how did he come back you probably can't answer that uh what happens now well why didn't she tell anybody sorry I was going to say, what happens now? Well, you'll just have to watch the next two episodes. <laughs> oh, I figured and as much. In but... fact, next next week is a um, double. <gasps> so you okay. get to knock out four episodes next week. Ooh, fancy. Um, fancy. Yeah. I just didn't understand why she didn't tell somebody. I don't understand why she kept it to herself. I don't understand. <laughs> um, um, just to talk about the counselor for real quick, I just yep. uh, one of the things he said that I really loved. First of all, he talked about fighting demons, which was kind yes. of hilarious. It's hilarious. We've all got demons, and we have to fight them. But he said, um, "This is paraphrasing it slightly. People lose themselves in love. You can't stay lost. Sooner or later, you have to get back to yourself." Yes. And I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that until it was said. I'm it so was very glad. Good. I'm so glad that Buffy, like the series, is speaking to you. It is <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Um. So, yes, let's talk now. Come back around and talk about Pete versus Oz. Yes. It was looking it was looking bad for Oz there at the very very beginning. Oh, well he comes in and Oz is all like, you know, you shouldn't be here. It's not safe. And Pete's there going, "Oh, it's not safe for you. How dare you touch my girl?" and all this stuff. Yeah. And Oz is like, "Look, something I'm going through something you don't understand." He goes, you probably won't believe, uh, believe what I'll you believe see or whatever. Right. Yeah, and then um, he tur Pete turns into, like, beastie boy, and he's like, maybe you will. Yeah. So they start fighting, and it's looking real bad for, for Oz, and then he turns. Oh, see, that's what I love. Sun goes down, turns. Yeah, um, you're saying you don't want to be here and all this stuff, and then, you know, the sun goes down, and he goes, sun's down, the rules change. Yes. Um, oh, the time's werewolf, up. Rules change. The, the werewolf in this one is a lot different than the original one. Yeah, they've changed it up a bit. and It looked it looked more like the lion costume from The Wizard of Oz than it did the last time we saw it. It does, but I think it is better than um, 
Yes, I agree. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Well, that must be... Sorry, I was just looking at the schedule and I've got... My calendar is the old version, so I'm just jumping on the website to make sure I've got my schedule all lined up. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so... Giles got knocked out, BT dubs, just so we have that. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you'd notice. Yeah, he was not going to come back. Tranquilizer. Yeah, that, that still counts. What What's that up to? That's nine. Jeez, poor Giles. <laughs> I know that some people only count if he's physically like someone hits him over the head, but yeah. I think any unconsciousness isn't good for you. Yeah, I agree. Any, any of those should count. Yeah. So that brings us to lucky number nine. Yep. And, um, so yeah, that happened and they were chasing after the wolf and was it Willow that pulled his tail? (laughs) Yes. And there's a part where she says down boy or something to him. It's real good. Yeah. They've got the trank gun and, um, yeah. So Willow and Faith have to go get Oz while Buffy fights Pete. And I think Xander chases after Buffy, but quickly falls behind, I think. Well, something totally said wrong. about too much caffeine or something. Oh, yes. Yeah. So at the end, they have their like little debrief, and mm-hmm. they're saying how the whole school's talking about it um, and all this stuff. And Oz says, yeah, a freshman told me that Pete had eight iced cafe mochas and lost it. And then Um, Buffy says, it's better than the estrogen theory. I heard he took all his mother's birth control pills. Uh, yeah. Did you hear about that kid from the U.S. that died from having too much caffeine? No, I didn't, but I believe it. Um, he overdosed on caffeine and he died of, like, a heart arrhythmia. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm trying to find what exactly it was because it was like in it was crazy because now they're making laws where you can't uh there's a bill passed in south carolina making it illegal to sell or distribute energy drinks to those under 18 ah uh, yes those charged would face a misdemeanor and a fine of 50 dollars per violation uh energy drinks are defined as drinks with more than 80 milligrams of caffeine per nine fluid ounces I, I, um, I actually back up this law. I, I, I think understand. energy drinks are horrible. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to find the original, because this kid was 16. Mm. While um, you look that up, I just want to talk about how Cordelia is like, Pete was a monster? Where have I been? And said, you've like, been out of the script. Place. <laughs> yeah, Santa goes, in your special place, Cor, and that's why I adore you. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the coroner, Cripe, the kid, had consumed a large mountain, large diet Mountain Dew, a cafe latte from McDonald's, and some kind of energy drink in the span of two hours. Oh my god. Yeah. The kid was 16. It's, it's insane. Mm. Yeah, no one should have that much caffeine. No. I don't care how tired you are. No. I remember I used to have a, um, energy drink. I will... For the company's word that I can't think of, I will leave their name out of it, but I used to have a can of that and Mm -hmm. pop a caffeine pill to stay awake at work when I was (sighs) young and in my 
full-on party days where we didn't sleep, I was a mess. Oh, no. Working at a grocery store and, like, shaking because I was so, like, high. (laughs) Yeah, I would have end drinks sometimes when I worked overnights at the grocery store. I would change the price tags for the sale items. Mm. I would be up from at least 9 p.m., to 6 a.m. and then I would have a class at noon Ugh. at college. Oh man, those were rough. But I only had like an energy drink like at night. Mm. Um, but yeah, too much caffeine is not good, guys. Uh, you should no. slow down on that. Yep, that that's that's I our don't... health announcement. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Mel and Marissa talk health. <laughs> Domestic violence, bad, get out, stop drinking so much caffeine. Yeah. I don't <laughs> drink a lot of things with caffeine. Um, no, I don't most drink... Of the, I, uh... Yeah. I don't drink pop anymore. The only pop I do drink is when I'm not feeling well, and that's, you know, no caffeine. Yeah, lemonade. And I have some tea every now and then, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I drink tea, and that's, like, all the caffeine I ever get, and I don't drink that much tea. Yeah. Um... But so Willow explains that she found Pete's lab diaries and he was pulling mm-hmm. some Jekyll and Hyde deal. He was afraid to, Debbie would leave him, so he mixed up this potion to get super mass macho. So, kind of like um, taking steroids. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Buffy goes, yeah, in the end, he didn't even need to become a bad guy. And Cordelia's like, so it was like a real killing. He wasn't under the influence of anything. And Buffy says, just himself. And she says, great, now I'm going to be stuck with these serious thoughts all day. Yes. Same. (sighs) Um, I feel you. Can we just say about how Buffy was doing research and she, like, lies to Giles and she's like, I had a dream that Angel was back. And he goes, do you think it was prophetic? And she's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and she was trying to figure out and he if explained that whole dimensions could have like different times and who knows yes. what would come back from one. He was surprised that she knew how to use index cards. Yeah, she's good at that. Mm. Oh, by the way, um, so Buffy fell asleep while watching Oz the werewolf and didn't get yelled at. Yeah, but Xander did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that Z- Xander came there to sleep. He gets up on the table and just, like, full, goes off to sleep. And he's hoping that the uh, book will... He can de- absorb the book through osmosis. Yep. Um, and then at the end, Buffy is like, let's let's go out. And Scott... I And Scott... Oh, no, no, let's go out. Sorry, she gives condolences to Scott. Sorry. I got my episodes confused for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she comforts Scott, and he's like, "You just never know what's going on inside somebody, do you?" No, you yeah. really, really yeah. do. Uh, and then yeah, we come back, and Buffy is in the mansion watching Angel sleep, mm-hmm. and we finish with a voiceover. More of that quote. Yeah, night, night came on, and a full moon rose high over the trees, lighting the land till it lay bathed in ghostly day and the strain of the primitive remained alive and active faithfulness and devotion things born of fire and roof were his 
yet he retained his wildness and his wiliness, and from the depths of the forest the call still sounded. Mm. Yeah, and he was just, you know, when she was watching Angel sleep, he was, like, twitching in his sleep, so. Yeah. <sighs> There's still some some mm. things wrong. Even though he yeah. remembers who Buffy is. Still yes. some issues. Yep. Um... Yeah, I feel bad for Scott. Like, those are his two best friends, and there's that whole thing when we first meet them, and they're, you know, all laughing and joking. Like, I don't actually know these people. I hired them. I was hoping you'd like me better if I had friends. Yeah, I, I quoted that. Um, I hope you don't actually know these people. Yeah. Um, whereas, I hope you know I don't actually know these people. I thought you'd like me better if I had friends, so I hired them. There we go. That was a good one. Yeah, I, I did feel bad for him, and now Buffy's not going to really be around him either because she has things to get back to. Oh, so you, you don't think Scott and Buffy have any future friendship or anything? I'm not saying relationship. that they are not going to be friends. But you don't think they can I, be a relationship? I don't know. You know, you know what I want. <laughs> you want Buffy and Angel forever. Yeah, I do. Sad day. But but hey, what if what if Buffy and Angel the shows are both modern? Could they be in the same like area if they're both modern? I don't know. Don't like, do this to me, Mel. Could, could it all be happening in Sunny D? And you know the episodes are just like Buffy is like part one and Angel's part two, or they like run simultaneously and they all just cross over constantly. Well, I'm led to believe by Mel here that Angel's going to be in L.A., so... You've really clung on to that. Mel, you said it. You can't I even get mad. I say a lot of things! <laughs> I told you Angel and Cordelia were going to end up together. Oh, I knew you were messing with me, though. That's different. <laughs> you were doing that just because I hated it so much. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have any answers for you and what I think the whole Angel Buffy TV show thing is going to be, so. Okay. We'll see. So would you like to go to international titles? I would love to. The Beauties and the Beasts, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's it? That's it. We only get two. Is the Germans Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Yes, it is. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'd be really <laughs> disappointed if they had the exact same title, almost the exact same title as us. The, the, the French were the Beauties and the Beasts. Puh. The French. But yes, so, I mean, they're... I, I'm oh. kind of disappointed this week with those. Hmm. Aw. Interesting. All right. Oh, by the way... Buffy mm -hmm. got her chains from the mansion. So Angel and his vampire family were the ones with the chains. Seems legit. Because she also finds Drew's dolls, which she's looking for. Oh, oh there we go. Oh. This implies that the chains belong to Spike and his erotic sets with Drusilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Though I'd say it probably belonged to Angel and Drew because Spike was a bit out of action. This is true. Unless they took this him from the... Well, I can't imagine that's what they took from the warehouse. The warehouse burnt. 
Right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, so, what did you rate this one? I actually gave it an 8.5. I think that's the first time you've rated something higher than I did. Uh, I think it's possible, yeah. Because, yeah, so just I get... an 8 for you? It was just a plain 8 for me. Okay, because I said 8 again, but I felt like it was better than the last one, so that's why I gave it a 0. 0.5. Yeah, I, I didn't look. I, I'm keeping, I'm trying not to look at your ratings beforehand. I understand. I'm going to start uh, sending you the notes before I do my rating favorite moment and character shoutout so you're not tempted. <laughs> um, so, that uh, Mr. Pat Platt, the psychologist, so, yes. or therapist, he is the seventh teacher to die at Sunnydale High in the series. When you say teacher, does that include Bob? I'd say so. Okay. Principal Bob. Got Principal it. Bob. So, yeah, I'm just always going to call him Bob. I'm not going <laughs> to call him whatever his actual last name was. Flutie. He said to call him Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody does, he corrected. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, um, favorite moment? Um... The moment that made me sob. No. The, the the he said her name and he hugged her and I just couldn't I couldn't deal. That's probably yeah that's originally be my wrote, favorite moment too. I originally wrote that it was Willow talking about donuts. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, no, it has to be the 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 thing that made me sob. So. Yeah. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And your character shout out. It's going to Oz. Okay. Because he's um, the best next to Willow. Uh, <laughs> because he's a great friend. He's willing to lend his notes to this girl. He tries to make sure that she knows that she can come talk to him if she needs to. And he's so concerned about being a good werewolf that it like devastates him to know that he could have killed somebody. Mm. So, yeah. yes. All of it. I like it. Mine is going to, um... Debbie. I had a name blank. How bad's that? (laughs) As in R.I.P. R.I.P. And, like, she deserved better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really sad. You always deserve better. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) So, before we quickly move on to predictions... I just want to say, in the next four episodes, three of them will have returning villains. And I want to see if you can guess the villains. Ooh. (gasps) Okay. Oh, this throws a monkey wrench into my predictions. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, so the first. Okay, do they? Episode... they... Oh, you're not probably not going to be. You probably can't tell me if 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 an episode contains a returning villain. You're not going to do that. It's not going to happen. Never mind. Uh, I could. I could just say villain. I could just say yeah. There's going to be a returning villain in this one. I could. Okay. 
if you if just, you could be so nice as to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think it'll be fun for you to like speculate. Yes. So our first episode title is Homecoming. It has a returning villain. I really, really, really hope it's Spike. <laughs> just because of the whole when he first came to Sunnydale, he was like home sweet home or I'm back or something. Something to that effect. Really want it to be Spike. Just gonna lay that out there. Oh and what I, what, what is your prediction for the episode? oh if you want to keep rambling about Spike, be my guest. Oh, no, it's fine. I was going to go into what my prediction was originally, because you gave me yeah. these before, like, a couple days ago, so that I could actually think about it and give a well-thought-out prediction. Okay. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind... Okay, I'm going to tell you what I thought, and then what I'm thinking now. What I okay. thought was it was going to be about the fact that Angel's back, because, duh... And it could coincide with the actual homecoming dance because they're yeah. back at school. So it's the start of the school year. And that's usually around when homecoming is homecoming is like first couple months of school. I think if I'm remembering correctly. So I was thinking that it could coincide with, you know, Angel being back and blah, blah, blah. Um, because he's so I and I also don't really know what state angel is in. I'm going to assume he has his soul because that makes sense because he, when he was killed, he had his soul or when he was mm-hmm. thrust into hell. Um, so I feel like it's going to be trying to get... Can I Can I just quickly say if Angelus had come back, do you think he would hug Buffy? Oh, no, no. That's why I yeah. quickly <laughs> dismissed that notion that he could not have his soul. He's not that good of an actor. Um, Angelus is not. Not that David's not. Anywho. Um, I had this all figured out, but now that I know that they're returning villains, now I just can't even. Um, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have told you that. Maybe you shouldn't have. <laughs> but I was thinking that there could be an instance where Somebody asks Buffy to the dance. Maybe Scott. Maybe Scott's still pursuing that whole thing. And she's going to have a really hard time determining whether or not she's going to actually go to the dance or if she's going to try to help Angel, like, regain his footing in the world. And maybe that's going to be, like, her internal conflict of what's most important to her. Because Angelus put her through a lot. And the whole having to kill Angel... I don't know how, because I know she feels terrible and, and responsible and all that, because, well, she did kill him. But I don't know how that's going to affect her and how she handles her quote-unquote relationship with Angel moving forward. Yeah. And now that Spike might be back. I hmm. love how you just got, you're like clingy, you're like, oh, it's Spike. Well, because of, you know, the whole home sweet home or I'm back or whatever it was that he said when he <laughs> when he first showed up in Sunnydale that's the only thing that makes me think the homecoming could be the one where he comes back I don't okay. know but it would be because uh, that could also throw a whole because why is he coming back where's Drew is Drew coming back with him do they come as a package deal that's my question but you're not going to be able to answer any of that I can do Yep, so I'm not 100% sure on where I think 
Spike would fall into that, but, um, okay. I'm done. And I'm trying to think the, of what major villains had that weren't killed. They don't have to be major. I just said returning villains. Oh, just returning villains. Okay. They don't have to. Yeah, they, they don't have to be major. Hmm. Okay, but that still kind of puts they me could, in a. They could. They could be literally episode villains. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Sorry, I'm just thinking. <laughs> did you did you want to edit? No. No? Okay. I'm just really hoping it's Spike, but I'm probably just getting my hopes up. It's fine. Moving so, on. So, the next episode is Band Candy. How about you give me a prediction before I tell you whether or not it has a villain coming? Boo. Um, so, this one gave me a lot of issue. And I was like, oh, good thing she gave me this early, because I would have sat there and literally told her I have no idea. So, do you know what Battle of the Bands is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that kind of thing happened over there, or if you guys knew about it. I want to feel like there's going to be a Battle of the Bands type competition at the Bronze. Mm-hmm. And... Oz's band is going to be part of that. Now, hear me out. I feel like there's going to be a... Maybe not a vampire, but a demon of some sort that is going to be attacking members of these other bands, taking them out. And possibly that Oz's band is going to be the only band that's untouched, and so they start getting blamed for things. I really don't know where I'm going to this. Um, so I just think that there is a villain targeting band members of these bands yep. taking part in this competition. Because yep. they're candy. <laughs> okay. There is a returning villain in this one. Oh, dang it! Oh, man. Oh, oh I wouldn't even know where to begin. And these are separate returning villains, yes? Yes, all oh. all three villains are separate. Because mm. I'm trying to remember what villains didn't die. <laughs> um, Ethan's not dead, is he? Is that Ethan his name? is not dead. Okay. That, yeah, that was, that was uh, Giles' old buddy, right? Yeah, Giles' old buddy. He run he he ran away both times at the end of the episodes. Right. Um that bounty uh, that werewolf hunter get away. Uh no. He was okay. eaten by Oz. Oh right. Was he? I think. Was he? I don't remember. But you would probably know if he you know, showed up that he didn't get eaten. Anywho. Um, <laughs> that cuts uh, him out. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did get eaten by Oz. Mm. So I'm sure, I'm sure he did. I don't know now. Now I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, damn it! If he didn't, I'm gonna be like, oh damn! I've cut this potential oh, out. I, w- I will try to think through other villains if you want to go look up that if that trivia. Um, because because <laughs> okay, the praying mantis died. She got cut up. We've just had so many villains, I'm not even sure where to go. The only ones that really stick out to me are Drew and Spike, because 
you know, I started to love them. Um, I don't know. I'll just call it Ethan, but I have no idea why. Okay. It's the only one I can think of. Ugh. Now I'm really just excited. (laughs) You're gonna, like, leave leave recording and just run and start watching. (laughs) Oh, there would be no running involved. I would just roll my chair over and grab my iPad and then start watching. It's just a few feet from me at this point. (laughs) Anywho. Anywho. If if, if you're really good... Actually, no. No, never mind. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. No. No, no. What what were you gonna say? I, I, I was gonna say, if you're really eager... After you watch them or something, we could always uh, record early, and then you can just watch the other ones, and you can enjoy all the returning villains that you'll get. I don't know about all that. (laughs) But we'll see. We might... Because, hey, it doesn't affect it either way if we record the first one this weekend and the next one next weekend, or both next weekend in the end. Yeah, it'll probably end up being both next weekend, let's be real. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Anywho. But anywho... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. So next week will be Homecoming and Band Candy. Homecoming and Band Candy, all in one. Ooh. You could go to Homecoming with your Band Candy. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com Our website is mmpodcastnetwork We are on Facebook as mmpodcastnetwork Twitter mmpnetwork (coughs) Excuse me We are on Tumblr mmpodcastnetwork I've been very slack with putting episodes up on there so feel free to poke me I get private messages on my phone uh, if you want to speak with me personally on Twitter, I am M underscore A underscore Bicket. Marissa, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Rissaroo312. And guys, please rate and review us on iTunes so that more people can uh, find the show and love the show and join in talking on all the different social medias. We'd really, really appreciate it if you would do that. And of course, we will read your reviews on the show. Yeah, and the other thing, at some point in the future, so if you're listening in the future, we will have new podcast icon art. I'm just having trouble getting it to load onto iTunes for some reason. But um, But it's really, really good. It's really, really good, and there'll be a a link in our show notes to Lily. Lily is the amazing artist who did up our new icon for us. Anyway, I'm about to have a coughing fit, so let's sign off. All right. We'll see you later, guys.